This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile, and with me, the publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb, and it is a very exciting night Woo-hoo! for us. It's the audience. Another opening, another Yes, show. and there's there's even going to be a song, I will tell you, that little, that little tidbit. tidbit. So let's, let's talk about what we're looking forward to tonight, and how is this going to be unveiled? Because it's a, it's a virtual event, obviously. That's correct, but it will feel, I hope, very similar to a live event. So we've got the red carpet starting out, and then we have our host, John Leguizamo, kicking things off, and there will be lots of people who are watching live from their own homes and being socially distant, but being able to, you know, react, wave, say hi, all that fun stuff. Oh, that'll be fun. You know, the last Audis was the last event I went to, the last time I was in New York. It was for many, many people, and we were extremely lucky that we were March 2nd last year, right before everything really kind of went in a different direction. And yeah, the first person had just been diagnosed with COVID in New York. Yes. And I think if we had been a day or two later, the event would not have been able to go. But luckily, we went. And as far as we know, no one got ill from that event. So which is wonderful. exactly, yeah. but it was a lot of fun. And now I mean, we're not through it yet, obviously, but it does feel like Even if we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, we know there's a tunnel there. Yes. And I'll take that in this world. Totally. But I also think that there are positives to the fact that we're doing a virtual event because- Yeah, I can keep my slippers on. Yes. And you'll see that there are people who can attend from a lot of different places who couldn't normally get there. So it's equalizing on some level. I think so. I think one thing we have learned about about this time is accessibility and rethinking what we mean by accessibility because while we were physically prevented from attending events like the Audis or going to museums or plays etc nonetheless so many other things were put online and people who would never have these opportunities suddenly were getting to see them yes and there's a benefit to that plus we've gained a lot of new skills right I would say that I'm now a zoom expert and um I Probably. would not have thought that two years ago I would be able to say I've been doing a lot of virtual events in terms of running them, but hey, it's it's been exciting to learn. Well, okay, let's talk about who the finalists are for the audiobook of the year. Well, this is, of course, the you know creme de la creme of uh, categories. Everyone wants to be in this category. And I think what we see from this year is a wide representation of titles that are noteworthy for different reasons. So okay. there's a memoir, there's a coaching title that's only available in audio, there's fantasy, there's a literary fiction book, and there's a political biography. So it's hard to find things that are more different. That's really unusual, isn't it? I mean, there's such a wide range of, of different genres, if you will, here. Yes, definitely. And this particular category was... Uh, judged by celebrity judges. So Jennifer Egan 
and Tommy Orange and David Sedaris actually put their stamp on making this selection in the audiobook of the year category. And then in the young adult category, Jerry Craft, Melissa De La Cruz, and V.E. Schwab were judges. And you should check out the Audiophile YouTube channel because we have a little video conversation with them talking about their experience. So very fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then very cool. That'll be the sort of you know precursor to the Audis. Go watch that first and then go watch the Audis. And then go watch the Audis. Now, well, let's talk about the the specific titles. And then as we close, you can tell people how they can watch the Audis tonight. So the finalists for Audiobook of the Year are The Decision, Overcoming Today's BS for Tomorrow's Success, written and read by Kevin Hart. More Myself, written and read by Alicia Keys with a celebrity a group that, that does some interstitials. The Mountain Sing by Win Fan Kwe Mei, read by Kwe No. Piranese by Susanna Clark, read by Chiwetel Ejiofor. And We're Better Than This by Elijah Cummings and James Dale, read by Nancy Pelosi, Lawrence Fishburne, and Maya Rockingmore Cummings. Wow. Yes. That wow. is really, that is, <laughs> what a group. So what are we going to, um, we'll find out the winner tonight. How are we going to listen and who are we listening to? Because we have five choices and we can't listen to all five. So what are we going to do? Yes. So I'm going to talk first about We're Better Than This, my fight for the future of our democracy. So that kind of tells you the whole story there. And this was actually unfinished when Representative Elijah Cummings passed away from cancer, which it turns out he had actually lived with for years. Mm -hmm. And the first portion of the book itself is really a call for people to act and examples of how Elijah Cummings himself did. And it's beautifully narrated by Lawrence Fishburne. So you'll hear his name several times when we talk about Audie's finalists this year. Yeah, he's been doing a lot in audiobooks this year. Well, I think, you know, that's the uptick of availability in not being able to do television, film, and theater for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And I think he really finds a beautiful rhythm with this book, you know, with the voice. So it makes you feel like you're listening to the author without actually imitating the author, if that makes sense. Yes, he gets the heart of the author. And what does Nancy Pelosi, what's her part in this book? So she actually does uh, a foreword. And there's one thing we didn't talk about, which is the end of the title is readings from his eulogies from some very recognizable people, such as Bishop Walter Scott Thomas and Hillary Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. Excellent. And that comes at the end. That comes at the end. And in fact, because, you know, he passed away while this book was being written, the final chapter itself is written and read by his wife that talks about their life together and his passing as well. Well, before we talk about Nancy Pelosi, I want to know, what does he say about Baltimore? Because this man, his heart and soul is in Baltimore. Yes, well, he talks about it, but also the people who eulogize him talk about his relationship to Baltimore. So I think there's two kind of levels there, which make this really interesting to listen to. He was a great, great congressman. Um, Absolutely. Just wonderful. Never, never demonizing anyone, but always willing to speak his truth at the same time. Yeah, and that's kind of the theme of the book. You know, speak your truth and get out there and do something about it. All right. No whining, get moving. Okay, so let's hear a little. What are we going to hear? So this is a little from Nancy Pelosi. Okay. 
This is We're Better Than This by Elijah Cummings' James Dale, and it's read by Lawrence Fishburne and Maya Rocky Moore Cummings and Nancy Pelosi. We're going to hear Nancy Pelosi right now. As he was master of the House working to create opportunities for all Americans, he was also mentor of the House opening up opportunities to younger and newer members. We all knew Elijah as a deeply generous leader who always shared credit and took the time to mentor younger members, both on his committee and throughout our caucus. You see, I think the way you mentor someone is a tell. I honestly think it really is very, very revelatory about who you are. I would agree. And obviously, you know, he puts time and thought into that. And it does not surprise me at all. Um, so, okay. So this is up for audiobook of the year and we'll, we'll see what happens. And what's the other one you're going to talk about? Well, let's take a complete turn. <laughs> okay. I don't think I can begin to explain this book in just a few sentences, but I'm going to try. So it's Piranese and it's a fantasy book that deals with the push-pull between magic and reason. Susanna Clark, the author, is known for interesting character creations, and truly she's done it again. So we meet our unnamed main character who lives in the house with many statues as he chronicles many details of his life and what's happening around him in his journals. Now, Susanna Clark wrote Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell, which is the kind of book you could really use for a book stop. I yes. mean, that, that's those that a very, very long book. Is Piranese comparable in that way or is it is it more uh, um, contained it's a much thinner doorstop not at all I don't think it could hold your door uh, it's about okay. it's about seven hours um, in the audio version so he our narrator is alone in this house well he does have one companion the other who he meets twice a week for short periods and really there's a lot that's happening but also it's super hard to explain so <laughs> I'm going to tell you the narration of this book, which is kind of a maze, is set in a maze of a house, but it's really transformed by the narrator. He totally guides us on what could be a confounding journey, and he hits these intense emotional beats as the protagonist comes to uncover things about himself. So it's a notable performance that really, truly finds the music in these wonderfully written sentences. And I think the book is memorable for that, but also his performance is really memorable. So uh, a great listen. So why don't we hear a little? This is Paranese by Susanna Clark, and it's read by Chiwetel Ejiofor. 16. I had come on him so suddenly. I had entered by one of the western doors, and there he was. He turned to look at me. He did not move. He said nothing. I did not run away. Instead, I approached him. Perhaps I was wrong to do this, but it was already too late to hide, too late to keep my promise to the other. I walked slowly round him, taking him in. He was an old man. His skin was dry and papery and the veins were thick and clotted in his hands. His eyes were large, dark, and liquid, with magnificently hooded eyelids and arched eyebrows. His mouth was long and mobile, red and oddly wet. 
he wore a suit in a Prince of Wales check. He must have been thin for a long time, because although it was an old suit, it fitted him perfectly, which is to say that it was wrinkled and saggy because the fabric was old and worn, not because the cut was wrong. Well, that's a description, and what a voice. My God, he, he does. He reads the prose like poetry. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely fall in love with this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, of course, a British accent. Hello, thank you. <laughs> it's my very softest spot. Okay, so this is going to be exciting. And since it's a virtual event, anyone within the sound of my voice is welcome to drop in and see what's going on at the Audis. And how do they do that, Michelle? They go to the audiobook community YouTube channel. It's the Audio Publishers Association. If you have any trouble finding it, go to audiopub.org. And there's a link right on the homepage. And it starts at 8.30 Eastern time for the red carpet. And then the ceremony itself starts at 9 p.m. and runs a very brisk one hour. And of course, you'll be able to see it after if you are in Europe and don't want to stay up that late. So I'll see you soon virtually. Yes, dressed in my finery. You'll see. Okay, that'll be fun. That is the audiobook of the year, the 2021 Audio Awards. Tune in tonight. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, publisher of The Last Queen. Simon Vance narrates a revelatory new biography of Queen Elizabeth and the Royal Windsor family. And Audiophile Magazine has another podcast called Audiobook Break. We're serializing and presenting an entire audiobook. A new chapter three times a week. So that's three chapters a week. You can listen on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday or just binge on the weekend. It's David Copperfield. It's published by Naxos Audiobooks and it's read by the fabulous Nicholas Bolton. So make sure you subscribe to Audiobook Breaks. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow after the audio boards.